So I, I watched a, a movie yesterday that I hadn't seen since it came out, which is um, The Last Jedi. Oh, yeah, yeah. I've seen, yeah. Man, and I had totally forgotten everything that happened, and it. it was so good. Yeah, it's a good movie. I love it. Uh, the people got a lot of, they did, took a lot of, took a lot of criticism between the two new movies that, that came out for Star Wars, but I'm just not that kind of hater. And in fact, you go back and like watch like the old Star Wars movies. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're campy as shit. I mean, you, yeah. they're awesome, though. I mean, it's like, a, it's like a, like, it still falls in line with the same, yeah. you know. It's the same. It's the same kind of person that will like swirl a cup of wine and be like, <laughs> "It's it's it's um it's a little like fruity on the palate, but um it's a dry finish." And then like, um it's it's in my sinuses like apricot. It's the same kind of person. Hey, when's the last time you made a movie? I'm, <laughs> I sense uh, hints of maple and <laughs> and chicory and and, and ox dung. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's right, because I shit in your glass. <laughs> I gave you the brown rimmer. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> I just wiped it on the edge. <laughs> it's called the old swipe and rub. <laughs> you put you put that right. You put that in your lips. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I've been sitting around on that couch for so long. I think I have fleas. Listen, man, you it you look good though. <laughs> you look good. Yeah, I mean, you look good. Like, like this. Yeah, you yeah. look good. All right. So we're back here at the uh, episode thirty nine. I think of the Six Hand Podcast. Hush. I think we're. I think we're almost at forty episodes. I, I'm not quite sure. I'd have to. I should really keep track of these things because I always like start off with episode. I don't know <laughs> something. Well, I, I wonder if uh, if we get to episode forty, if it'll start falling apart like my body did. <laughs> <laughs> the show. The show will rupture its patillatin. <laughs> so you want to know who was in the in the gym this morning? Who's that? Aaron Bicking was in the gym. This was morning. he? Yeah, he was. He came in. Uh, and uh, he, he took some flack li- recently about uh, where's Bicking been. Yeah, he's well, he's in the gym. He's training. Yeah. boy. Yeah, he he went around and whooped everyone's ass like he always does. And uh, he was telling me after class that uh, he had like he like totally messed up his finger. Yeah, playing basketball. Did he? <laughs> Yeah. yeah, basketball is a terrible sport, man. I'm like, what is listen, going on? yeah, you guys need to stop playing basketball. Is what I'm saying. I said that's what happened to Galino. Yeah. Yeah, hey, listen, if it's round and it bounces, you stay away. Yeah, just stay away from it. Yeah. Yeah. Unless we're that's... talking about booty. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Well, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> obviously. <laughs> Speaking of which, you're uh you're you were just telling us here recently that all of your um assage yeah. is depleted. Oh, yeah. No. I, I so um for the first time in my life I sat down on a wooden chair and I could feel my hip bones and I'm like, geez, <laughs> this is uncomfortable. Yeah. So I've been sitting on pillows. Yeah. Yeah. You need one of those like hemorrhoid pillows. Yeah. Or like you can get uh what is, like what was the uh those pool noodles or something like yeah. that? You know how they cut it out and they put it on the tube thing? Oh, absolutely. Or on the, on the bucket when you go camping? Like yeah. something like that, maybe? Oh, or That'll be I nice, can, like, suction. Like. I can just... Find, listen, I've been finding all these ways to use jujitsu belts. Yeah. <laughs> I could just put a pillow on my butt and then tie it off with the jujitsu belt. Absolutely. I'm good to go. Oh, man. Like those old maids who would put, like, the one-leg stool and just strap it on like a belt. Dude, I would pay money to see you walking around with that. They'd milk the cows like that? Yeah, tied to your ass. Yeah. It'd be amazing. Well, I'm not going to not. You're going to do it. Yeah, last time we were here, you had a white belt. Now this time you're up to brown belt again. That's nice, you know? Well, this is still the white belt. I just dropped it in the toilet. Bloom. <laughs> <laughs> Do you like your stage though at this point because you can't bend your knee? Yeah, you have three more weeks before you're allowed to even bend your knee. Yeah, when something drops in the toilet, it's defeat, right? I mean, you just absolute defeat, you just stare at it. I take a deep breath and I go, Lish, (laughs) you get your bell again. Ding, 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 ding. How many rings is it for that? (laughs) Something in the toilet, it's like three, one, two, three, one, two, three. Yeah, Yeah, but you know what? Seriously though, God bless that woman because like she has. I mean, so I was thinking about this this morning, you know, like we, we do jujitsu every morning, right? Yeah. Or, uh, three, three mornings a week. And we have this stuff that we run around and we do. And, um, and I thought, man, if roles were reversed, I would have to like put all that aside. 
You would. I mean, it, it would be like her life derailed the same way mine did. Of course. And family first, man, always. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking about that. And um, would I, I mean, obviously I would do that, but it just occurred to me this morning. And, you know, it yeah. didn't occur to me until now, but. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. So How about you? What's been shout, going on your shout out to Shout out to Lish. Yeah. Yeah. And the fact that you're, it hurts that you sit on chairs, that's her favorite part, you said. Yeah, that's her yeah. favorite that was, part. That's, that's my sugar part. woman, Hey, man. listen, I'm telling you right now, the booty goes both ways. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know? Yeah. Everybody right. likes the nice rump. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get yeah. you another and rump. I told her I'll get it back. I promise. Yeah, yeah. Just go back in for another cosmetic surgery, just like the knee surgery. <laughs> get your butt implants. You know what I mean? Me, yeah. Yeah, yeah I'd be like, hey, surgeon, times two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the Nicki Minaj. I'll take the... Uh, <laughs> you better make mine a double. Like when you, <laughs> when you stop moving it, it will in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. That's for all of our listeners there. That was my imitation of uh, Galeno's <laughs> silicone booty. It's twerking. Yeah. <laughs> What's been going on? What's going on with me, man? Uh, Well, today is the first day of school. My uh, for my kids, Uh, they they end up going back a little bit early. They'll get they'll get out early though this year at the end of May, beginning very beginning of June. And so school has begun, and they're out of the house. And it's a rough time for my wife in particular. She does not like you know. It's a it's a very for all of you guys that have kids, you know, it's a very fine line that you walk right between not wanting them to go anywhere and wanting them to get the hell out of your way. Right. And, uh, I love them around. I I do too. Yeah. But they're done. They're done. They're summer done. Well, they're done. Right. Exactly. When they're done, it's time. Like, I think it's important to have purpose, you know, even if it's not something that you're particularly fond of like school or whatever. But I honestly, like I want my kids to enjoy school. You know, I did not enjoy, I I shouldn't say that. I loved elementary school, loved it, hated middle school, high school really wasn't too much different. It was a little bit better than middle school, but yeah, you know, so anyway, they're off and now it's back to, and it it almost seems like there was no summer break really. I mean, this is just the the routine is how it goes. My eldest though, is she, this is her senior year. She's going to graduate this year. So how do they run her school? I mean, it's a, I've, you know, school, high school isn't like it used to be when we went, right? No, it's not. Like we would go, you would have like a selection of classes and you would go throughout your day, boom, 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 until the bell rang and you went home. But like, there's some schools around here with open campus. Where yep. kids come and they take their classes, just like a college. Yeah, you know, if they, if they don't have a first class till ten a.m., that's that's when they show up. You know, yep. and um, so how how's it work where where she's at? Well, the, it's funny because I will use one word to describe uh, school. She goes to Cumberland Valley High School. Okay, and uh, which is a pretty big school district in our in our area where we live here in Central Pennsylvania, and, and um, options is the is the key phrase so she and it does function a lot more especially as you get into your junior and senior year of high school it functions a lot more like a college campus than yeah. it does anything else she has she has late arrival okay because her classes her class schedule is, is set up that she would have had like a study hall in the first period so she has late arrival she has early dismissal for work release because yeah. she and she's not in prison but she you know essentially is in prison and because uh, <laughs> she has a job yeah and she has to work a certain amount of hours to be qualified for for work release, and so she can. She basically, excuse me, she basically goes to school for like three hours. Nice. Yeah, that's her senior year. And that's wild, man. It is wild, isn't it? Because I did the same thing. It did just, you? Did, they just didn't. It wasn't sanctioned. Yeah. <laughs> well, I did the same thing my junior year. My senior year, it was said I was told specifically by the school board administration that I may not miss a single day of school. Unexcused, Un- unexcused yeah. or that will be the end of my graduation. Serious, yeah, and so, so I mean, I was there even on senior skip day. I remember our assistant principal, our vice principal, coming into every single one of my classes and checking a, like a, a list to see Make if sure I was in there. Was and I just wave. And there's like three people in class because senior skip day, everybody leaves. Yeah, you know all the all the dorks that didn't leave. Like they're like because I I skipped I skipped a lot. You just lot look around and be like, nah, nah, I did that last year. I think for a while I had like the running record for the amount of consecutive days skipped in a row. No way. <laughs> yeah. Before I got caught. And uh, yeah, so anyway, so my yeah. senior year was like pretty much like I had to be there every day. In fact, I had a friend who I ran with, and like three, I want to say it was somewhere between three and six weeks before graduation, he got busted skipping and he didn't graduate yeah yeah he had the same thing yep he did not graduate they did not give him his diploma 
So what happened? Do you have to he, uh, uh, he summer went, he, school? Or? He did not. He actually ended up uh, years later, and I lost touch with him, but years later, he did, I mean, I'm sure he did it right afterwards, but he got his GED instead. He was a super bright guy. Yeah. Except for not smart enough to stay in school, I guess. Sure. Yeah. Wow. So anyway, that's what's going on with me. Uh, you know, and then jujitsu. Kids are gone. Jujitsu, 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 you know. Yeah. Um, so class has been going good. Everybody misses you. Nice. Well, I've been uh, I've been low key studying a, um, uh, a kind of a set of moves that I did a long time ago, and they were kind of part of my um, my repertoire early on. And and the reason they were was because um, when I first started, there was a lot of wrestlers. Yeah. And um, I don't know if you notice this, but you know, when wrestlers come in, a lot of times they start with that. Um, you know, you, you might put them in your guard, and they start with a lot of that pressure. You know, pushing yeah. down on your shoulders, and sure. standing up Stiff in your arming. guard, yeah, yeah, and uh, basing out real hard, maybe spreading their legs really far, yeah. And um, you know, we recently had a high level wrestler come in, and and I saw a lot of that happening, and um, it intrigued me. And I, you know, I was trying to remember some of the uh, some of the things that worked in those scenarios, right. And I'm um, just kind of playing them out in my mind. So, you know, I'm trying to keep my mind fresh on jujitsu, even though my body's not able. Sure, of course. You know, so my, I, you know my mind's like, oh, I can't wait to go do these things. Yeah. And I know the struggle is going to be is that I'm going to want to do them. But, you know, I, I'm going to have to learn to walk again. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, you know, jujitsu is going to be a challenge for me to get back in there yeah. um, to, to some degree. But I'll tell you, though, it should, and it should hearten you to know this, that, you know, scientifically speaking, and I know you're going through this now as many as many people who are down or out of the out of the game on the you're on the DL for yeah. right now. Um, is that they worry that they're losing a lot of muscle mass and you know all this other stuff. But the truth of the matter is, is that your body has been in the mode of athletic training for so long mm-hmm. that you're not losing nearly as much muscle mass as you think you are. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, and it's and it's and uh, that's like you know it was some sort of scientific study that I read. It was a, like a couple of years ago, and it, it fascinated me because I feel the same way. Like even when I go on vacation, I'm like, great, I'm getting weak, I'm drinking a lot of beer, I'm get you know <laughs> laying around, blah blah blah. And we hear it all the time. You know, people go on vacation. They're like, like I'm tired and lazy now and yeah. fat and you know, but you're really not. If you train, if your body acclimates to like what your lifestyle is. So if you are, if you are on a regular, you know, and you were talking years, sure. if you're on a regular of, of training and so forth and you in a, you're in a spot where you can't, your body actually doesn't break down the way you think it does. Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. It's amazing. And it's just because it's, it's the only thing it knows. So it's not really eating away at, at muscle the way that you think it is. It's eating away at fat. Well, I hope so. So, um, you know, just in uh, obviously sitting around on the, on the couch, I've been diving deep into some of that Netflix and I did reach the end of Netflix. It's a, it, <laughs> you said there was an end to it. Yeah. I found the end. It's amazing. It's dark. <laughs> I was going to ask and you what weird. it looked like. <laughs> it's weird. It gets weirder. It does. I mean, I'm talking like, like eating live food and stuff like that, but you know, people are, I don't know what's wrong with people. But there was a um, there there's a uh, and and I don't know if I talked about this already, but um, there's a, a bodybuilder um, yeah. who who basically it's funny because a year ago I tore my uh, bicep tendon yeah I know the, yeah. on the on the elbow ends the distal end of my bicep and um, so this guy I'm watching his his I'm watching his like documentary. And it starts off with him doing some curls. He was a weightlifter, Mr. Universe, Callum yeah. something. Okay. I forget his last name now, but um, he tears his distal bicep tendon. And so they show his recovery and going through that. And I'm like, oh, man, I remember that. It wasn't as bad as this, you know. And, and then, um, you know, so he gets better from that. He gets back into the game. Uh, he's jumping off some cliffs with some buddies, doing some rappelling, catches his leg. Patella tendon rupture. Whoa. So I see this guy going through the same struggle. Now him, they fast forward, right? Yeah, be like, which is what you want to do. They'll be like, <laughs> yeah, at the bottom of the screen it says three months later. And I'm like, no, 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 I want to see that part. I want to see what he did. I want to see, because like that's been the struggle. The struggle has been is that my my muscles are 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 used to working out three to five days a week. Sure. And when I've sat for two weeks, Pat, you were here the one night that uh, my muscles were on full-blown yeah. Oh, Basm. Yeah. Move me now. You were still, by the way, you were still a very good host. (laughs) Considering like he was still like, I would be, I would be blowing off curse words. I'd be going like, you, you guys should probably just go ahead and just head out. If you know, go ahead. You know, thanks so much for stopping by. I'm sorry. Like it's still apology, but he was just like, it was, yeah, yeah. I could tell. Yeah. So, you know, after about two hours of, um, of major cramping and spasming, um, you know, it finally subsided, but you know, um, 
that that's what I wanted to see in this guy. But they they finally show him. And I, and when I say I need to learn to walk again, I, I'm not being too like crazy about it. I, I what I'm saying is it's not like I've I've like forgotten the the way, but like my muscles don't move that way right now. Like the, my yeah, quads no, have forgotten for sure. how to fire. Yeah. And so like if I try to flex them, they just look at me like what no. what am I supposed to do here? You know. Yeah, no. So you know those types of things. But then I saw him doing those things and and the, talk about the muscle mass loss because he was a bodybuilder. Yeah. Like he had one like Jeff leg and then one like three Jeff legs. <laughs> right. <laughs> and and I'm like, dang man, it's gonna take a while to get that back. Yeah, no doubt. You'd be really good at pistol squats though by the end of this that's what i'm saying man like i just as long as this other patella tendon holds up buddy yeah i'll be good at those you'll be good you'll be good uh man so yeah so anyway so yeah so so jujitsu things that we've been uh shout out to shout out to chris chris has been uh helping me out a lot with uh you know being being you know another coach and and uh i don't even know if he listens to the show but he should i don't think he cares but he should I mean, everybody should. I think so. So, yeah. Shout out to Chris and uh, Chris, shout out to our caring. 6 a.m. crew. Huh? Start caring, Chris. Yeah, start caring. Start giving a shit about something. Start caring, Chris. Start- or we're going to call you Karen. Let's. <laughs> 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 Perfect. So, yeah. So, yeah, man. Uh, what do you want to talk about today? I know what I want to talk about. We got some We got some topics on our mind. Um, we got a couple of things. We're going to dive a little bit deeper uh, later in today's episode. I've got a very, uh, very special what's on your mind, which is actually um, uh, listener feedback from our last episode. Beautiful. That I, that I haven't shared with you yet. I wanted to keep it a surprise. It's not really, it's not was like. It, was it someone we care that they think? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was. And so so I, I should start, I should preface this this conversation with like that's what we want you guys to do. We want you guys to, to talk to us. We're just yeah. we're just people, you know. We're not like, you know, it's it, the podcast is is Jeff and I talking, you know. And uh, many of you we, like our listeners are friends of ours, are people we know, you know. And, and what's more, we have is an opinion. That the the listeners are our jujitsu mates and um you know, I sound like I'm like European or something, but <laughs> yeah, they're all our, they're, they're our rise gym up mates. <laughs> but, rise up lights. And rise up lights. <laughs> gym mates and rise up lights. Um, but, you know, they're the inspiration for a lot of what we think about and what we talk about. For sure. I mean, in fact, I would argue that a lot of this is catered towards them and like, you know, thinking about them. It's not... Um, <laughs> certainly not like an opportunity for us to, to feel like we know everything or have an idea of how to solve these problems. But these are like, these are just continuations. Our conversations are continuations of conversations we've had with you guys. So it's really important when we, when we get feedback, especially like constructive criticism. And we have, I mean, you know, everything from bringing like Pat on board from engineering, like that was like the number one complaint when we started was that sound you know, quality. our sound quality just sucked, you know? Um, and, uh, and it was rough because we weren't quite sure how to handle that. And we got lucky and we found Pat, um, and who's graciously done all this work for us. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we take that stuff seriously and we want it to be a good, a good, uh, listening experience for you guys. So, you know, give us, give us your feedback and your thoughts and, you know, we'll take it into consideration right on. So, so what we want to talk about today is, um, the dichotomy of our relationship, you Ooh. and I specifically. Yeah. 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 The you know yin, why I think that? Yin and the yang? The yin, the yang. That's right. Because for those of our listeners that don't know, is that uh, while Jeff and I share a name, <laughs> which which you would think that that would mean that like everything else is the same. That's right. It's not. Yeah. We come from two different perspectives that are almost opposites in terms of like I don't know social structure. I don't know what we want to call it, but there's a lot of things about our lives that are different, and. We, we knew very little of each other when we started uh, working together, when we started teaching together. Yeah. So our only like real common ground was that we both did jujitsu and we both wanted to, to do a 6 a.m. class. Yeah, we, right? both, we, we, we were both named Jeff. We both like working out early and we both did jujitsu. Right, and we built a relationship off of that. Yeah. Which is really... It's amazing. It's pretty amazing, yeah. Because because outside of that, like it's um, it's always interesting to me when I when I finally form a relationship with somebody um, who may later on say like you know I just didn't I didn't realize that we, you and I would get along if if it had just been a scenario where we were at like a party or you know you're walking down the street I wouldn't have given you the time of day sure you know because you don't fit my model my you know my group mm-hmm. you know and I wouldn't have said hello to you I would have wouldn't have acknowledged you at all. And jujitsu has a funny way of making that not possible. <laughs> well, and it's, it's a—it's definitely a, a, bri- a gap bridger, you know. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, because you know, the, it, when we when we really break everything down uh, to to its its core elements, which is two people grappling to try and win in terms of uh, you know domination and submission, like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you think or believe in at that moment. Like that's not a relevant part of our our thinking yeah. or conversation. And we just use it today to just sort of expand upon that thought and think about it in terms of. Uh, and I, I don't want to talk about it as as long as you're comfortable. You know, talking about the things that make us different, but also that those things are what make our relationship unique and interesting um, and keeps it dynamic. And and I think one of the things that I appreciate most about jujitsu and in particular our relationship is it, it avoids, it gets rid of groupthink, right? Oh, yeah. So where you're just in the situation where you're always... Where you're, when you think about the the things that you believe in, and I'm not suggesting that you should stop believing those things. I'm just saying that what happens over time is if all of your friends and all of your family and everything else follow that same line of thinking, that's when you start looking for answers on the internet and you only look for the answer that meets your, <laughs> you know what I mean? You're like, oh, nope, I don't dig on that idea. Well, they, yep, call, it the echo, they call it the echo chamber. Yeah, it's the echo you know, chamber. Right. You put yourself in a situation where every, every and, and you know what, the, when we start liking things on Twitter and Instagram, you know, it, those two specifically because, you know, even on Pinterest, that they, they want to know where your interests are and they start firing things at you on algorithms that appeal to you. They right. want you, they want more usage. Right. And so they want you to look at it longer. And so they put things in front of you, you want to see. Right. And, um, you know, a friend group can be that way. Um, a community can be that way. Jujitsu co- community can be that way. It can be. But yeah. I would contend that, that jujitsu itself is neutral. Right. Right. I mean, it's I like, it's like any good, if it is a good and valid battleground. So whether it's, um, baseball or, uh, jujitsu or, um, drag racing, or, you know, if it's a, if it's a good battleground where, where true competition can happen in most cases, the, and you know, we know what happens when people cheat, you know, you, you ruin that sake. Sure. It's almost, it's almost sacred. You right. Know? But jujitsu is a neutral battleground where, you know, you might have a different why of why you do jujitsu. Correct. You know, some people do it for entertainment. Some people do it for exercise or, you know, you plug it in there, whatever it is. Yeah, whatever it is. Um, but those all go out the window when the actual competition is happening. Right. It doesn't matter what your why is. It, it, right. And no, right. Cause you're still executing the same moves that everybody else was taught. And, and, and I argue that that's also the same place. Uh, it's an, it's a neutral arena for, competition it's also a neutral uh, arena for learning mm-hmm. and understanding and again it applies like you can take that same core fundamentals and elements the things that that are, are part of jujitsu that's not specifically taught and the things that are specifically taught and it, apply it to your circumstances like to the things that you believe in and the things that you think yeah and and i think it makes you more whole but it also may opens you up to other perspectives yeah because there's something that we share in common um for us like we we don't we don't align ourselves you and i our relationship isn't predicated upon um religion or politics or um even taste in music necessarily you know i mean i don't even know what punk is yeah i know (laughs) that was obvious You both are laughing at me. This is, this is garbage. <laughs> hey, you know, but you know what? You know what's funny. You know what's funny about that is that we, you know. But there are other things that are like that are super, like weird, like type similar with us. For instance, you living on the same street that I grew up on. Oh yeah, that's how crazy. fucked up is that? That's uh, yeah. And this and is a true story. Favorite color? Purple. Purple. Yeah. Yeah. Weird, right? Yeah, totally weird. Right. It's, that's what I'm saying. So, like, until you take the time to, like, really understand, you know, I think conceptually, like, where you are as a person in this, like, mix of the world, right, is that you, you find out that, like, a lot of this other stuff is kind of superficial. Yeah. It may be deeper meaning for that person specifically, but I mean, on the outset, it's just it's just superficial stuff. It's like it's like ways that we categorize each other, sure. you know, to say, yeah, I like that person or I don't like that person. Yeah. Now, some things are obvious, right? There's some things that are said and done. You're like, that guy's an asshole, right? right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it made it pretty easy for me to decide whether I wanted to spend time with him. But for the most part, like people that that have like a generally good attitude and so forth, I I would hate to think that I missed an opportunity to to get to know somebody because. You know, they don't share the same religious belief or the same political belief that sure. I that I have. But how often does it happen? All the time. All the All time. time. All yeah. the time. Yeah. 
It happens all the time. So anyway, I just, you know, that's, that's something that I, that I've been thinking a lot about. And I think that you and I, our relationship is a model for how that can work and how that can function. Yeah. Um, so it's funny you bring this up because, um, you know, uh, religious conversation is often stuffed, right? And and it's stuffed for a lot of various reasons. What does Um, stuffed mean? Uh, it's, it's pushed down. It's, it's not okay for public conversation. It's, and you know, whether it's, um, it's in bad form, whether it's in bad form or, you know, maybe it's a view on proselytizing and some people, um, their view on, on that's, that's their role or, you know, and all these different things. And, you know, nobody wants something to be done to them or, you know, um, I, I have found some of the most, um, intriguing friendships I've had have been based around uh, differences in religion. And, um, you know, just this week I had a a buddy of mine that, you know, from way out in Seattle, Washington, um, who came to visit me, happened to be in town. His family, his family's from Steelton. Oh, okay. You know, it's crazy. You know, what's his his wife's family. So he came into town and he calls me up and he's like, I'm in town. I'm coming to see you. And I'm like, bad time, man. He's like, no, no, it's great time. You know, he's, he's yeah, right, right. you know, and he did. And he came. No, no, it's fine. <laughs> he was, he was here yeah, when you, I stopped you, by. Like, oh, like I said, yeah. that's, that's what I was saying. He's such a good host. Like there's a person that he hasn't seen in forever that in from Seattle <laughs> that he's like, so you have a seat. No, you want a beer? Can we just get you? Ah! And just screaming. Ah! What's my pain got to do yeah. with, with yeah. having people yeah. here? You know, but so the, the nice thing, the, the cool thing about him is that he is, um, he's Jewish and he is the son of a rabbi. Okay. And, you know, awesome. Yeah. You know, like everything that, that comes out of this guy's mouth is like just loaded with like knowledge and like, you know, and, and for me, that's a trigger. Like, I love it. You know, I'm very much into that stuff and, and I like to hear about it and um, I like to learn and, and, you know, gauge what I believe off of what I hear. And, um, you know, some things like, you know, I think maybe sometimes people shy away from it because they're afraid it might shake them from what they currently believe and challenge them. Sure. Right. And, that, you know, I, I've never found that to be an issue for me. So, you know, the, the more the merrier. Right. right. And so, um, so I, that, that's, that's kind of cool. And, you know, that came up this week too. And, um, which is a, a thing that you know you and I talked early on. You know, we, we both agreed that the the proselytizing piece of what most people do with religion is is probably a starting point of of divisiveness between people getting along. Sure, well, and I think that's my that's my point. Like I'm going to convince you, right? And that's my that, I think that's the point of that is that like I'm not I'm not interested in challenging what you believe, but if you if you begin proselytizing, it it shows me that you don't necessarily believe in it. <laughs> you're looking for like you're looking for affirmation because you're talking to the wrong guy. <laughs> yeah, you're talking to the wrong guy. But but I I mean I'd much rather get to know you as like as that as that piece of you is as a part of your your whole right. And yeah. I guess what the point though is is to say is that is that you can't stop there. You know you shouldn't stop there. Is that there's so much more to a human being than than this component of their lives. How that influences it is fine. Like I mean, I think it's an, I think it's uh, you know makes you who you are. But that doesn't. It, it's just because you don't align with their thinking in terms of something like religion, for instance, doesn't mean that there aren't a ton of other things that you can learn from that person. Sure, including their religion. Well, and and just just to keep the the timeline going, the second thing we realize that we don't see eye to eye on is our is our social philosophies. Yeah, are, are the way we stand politically correct, and and some things we align with, some things we don't. Of course, as and always. A, and again, but that's the point, though. But and again, it's an opportunity to be like, man, eh, it's just not my kind of guy. Right, right, right. You're like, mm, I stay away from that. I stay away from him because he's Republican. <laughs> or, or it's like, um, You're so filthy so Republican. You don't like Donald Trump. No, no, there's nothing. And no. the guy means nothing to me. So we're gonna let some person outside of our world stand between whether or not I care for you. But, but here's the thing, man. It's stupid. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even if you liked him, would we still be friends? Yeah. Of course we would be. We meet people in the gym, for instance, that I have a relationship with or you have a relationship with that I don't, I'm like, the guy's an asshole. And you're like, no, he's not really an asshole. You know, I like him or whatever. You know, yeah. I mean, that stuff like, you know, it's just a matter of perspective, but that doesn't change, that doesn't change what I think of you. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, and I love that. Yeah, so I mean, and, and so like, and again, like we're using like jujitsu as this sort of like test 
you know, environment is that, is that like, there is something for everybody and you shouldn't allow like one, one train of thought to like rule all others. You know, it, it really narrows your perspective and, and it narrows your ability to learn, which I would argue definitely influences your jujitsu. Especially if you look at it, as you said earlier, as a neutral ground. Well, yeah, and you start, so, so I guess what I'm getting at is that, you know, when you first meet someone, the, the process of getting to know them, you, you start to categorize. Right? Immediately. And so the very first easiest one, which we didn't have this issue, is on race. Right. Right. And, and so that, that, that is oftentimes a dead stop blocker for some people. Oh man, this is going to be very relevant to when we get to our, uh, what's on your mind section. Today. Yeah. You know, and it's funny. So we start ratcheting down, you know, you start with race cause it's what we see. Then what we hear or, or the way the person acts or the way they, you know, you start categorizing people and on down and then you make a decision that this is not. So if, if we do that, right, let's, let's just put in the context. Um, someone who's racially divided, politically divided, religiously divided, you decide that we're not going to be friends because I just, I can't do this. You don't have a training partner, <laughs> one less training partner for you yeah. in, in the neutral ground that is jujitsu. Right. Right. And, and, and again, though, the use, and I think that the, for the many of those people that, that have those types of barriers, that the process is really about like your, uh, level of uh, like your appreciation of them and your, your, um, what was the, damn it. My thought left me. It was, I'm already saying that we're not going to get along or we're not going to understand each other because there's too many barriers. Yeah. So, and then instead of you start stacking them up, right? So it is those things, it's everything. And then it's like, of course, like I can't have a conversation with this person. They're never, you know, they're never going to understand me. However, then you find out that that same person has four kids like you do or lived on your, your street when you were growing up the same fucking street and across the road has the same across the road, right? Has the same worked at the same place that your, your dad worked for, you know, (laughs) 24 years. Um, you you know, has the same, not that you're, you're not a racist by the way. And I'm not, I don't want to categorize. I I try to be, I'm just not good at it. Yeah. 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 Practice Uh, makes perfect. I mean, I'm working at it. God damn it, Pat. That's going to be on the professional. <laughs> Just me being professional over here. <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't have hardwood floors in the studio. Yeah, it's, it's, That's my bad. Yeah, it is. It's your fault, Kalino. <laughs> oh, man. What a wreck. What a wreck. Yeah. I, I, I think that, um, you know, but, but I'm saying, you know, if you take that time and you find out that there's a lot of other things and, and also understand that you, you're, the way that you hold yourself and carry yourself does influence others, no matter how diehard they are, you know, about their, their belief systems is that you, you believing in yourself and being a kind person or whatever, you know, being open and receptive to a relationship. Cause I'm going to address being kind here in a little while. Mm-hmm. With my uh, with my uh, what's on your mind because I feel like we're getting like a we're getting a little too soft on this are podcast. We? Yeah, we are. So you need to just shut your face and turn your headphones around. It's exactly right. Yeah, it's bothering me. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> I've been looking at that the whole time. My headphones have been backwards <laughs> the whole time. You know what I can he hear? Sounds a, good. Now, I right? can hear a lot better. Yeah. Well, I, I saw yours. I turned mine around, and I'm like, uh, now. And then I look back over. I'm like, oh, it was me. <laughs> That's what happens when you guys face each other. <laughs> I know. You're not directly facing each other. It ruins <laughs> everything. Uh, you know what? Let's just can this. This, is, this isn't worth it. We're just going to pull this on off the air. My headphones have been backwards the whole time. Uh, it's not. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not feeling Ball good about myself. Ball it up and throw it away. Yeah, I'm feeling really bad about myself now. <laughs> What the hell were we talking about? Oh, I know. I, I said I didn't want to be too soft, right? So I don't want to be like, oh, you know, happiness and kindness is the key. No, no, no. But but being like sincere and honest is. Yeah. Right. And the more that you're, the more the, the more comfortable you are with being sincere and honest, the more that you're also receptive to the influence of others uh, from a from a healthy standpoint. Not yeah. not a uh, I'm I'm weak and now I'm being influenced by things that I know are wrong. Well, let, 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 let's let's say it this way then. If if, if we're getting too soft. Um, I never saw anybody like get all like bent out of shape because they didn't want to have someone be kind to him. So if, if that's you, like, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Like 
if you want like people to be mean to you because you're like stupid and you're the only person who wants people to be mean to them all the time. Yeah. Out there. Yeah. Yeah. Eat it. Because I'm going to be nice to you anyways. <laughs> Eat it. I'm going to be nice to you anyway. Yeah. Jerk Look off. Look you right in the eye and be like, I'm being nice to you because I know you don't want me to. Yeah. Kind of skills. <laughs> <laughs> Also, my dick's bigger than yours. <laughs> We've discussed this. Not you specifically. I meant the jerk. Oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to out me on... <laughs> no. <laughs> Your eyes got so big. Look, we've discussed this. We're not going to talk about this on air. I thought. <laughs> but it was only by a millimeter. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it like my brother telling me he's my older brother. He was born like three minutes before me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I have a twin brother. <laughs> Well, I'm I, technically the older brother. Well, well, technically you can beat him up. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, no, you know, I, I think I think it's interesting what we we're getting into about um, how we categorize people, and um, I, I think it's too convenient. I think when we take people and we put them in boxes uh, because it's what we understand, it's too convenient. It 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 chops away at the uniqueness of people. And, and I would contend that if that goes far enough, then that's where violence is born, right? When we're able to take somebody and neutralize them into a certain thing sure. where, where they can no longer have any value because that thing holds the value, the box holds the value, we've already defined who they are, they fit in it, yeah. and we've defined them, we, we eliminate any, any understanding of who they are as a person, which makes it easy. It takes the personality out of the person. Sure. It dehumanizes them. It dehumanizes them. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, which is, I I think is very dangerous. I I think what we've, what we've found is that by ignoring those things and, and we found it through jujitsu, right? We found it through this place where it's a platform where if you don't do your work, you show up, everybody's going to know it. That's right. If you do your work and you don't show up, everybody's going to know it. You know, it like it, it's there. There's those two things have to come together. You got you got to put your work in. You got to show up, and when you do that, it doesn't matter. Nothing else matters. That's right. You have to leave all that other stuff on the side because it has yeah. no place on the mat. And that's the thing. You're exactly that's 100 percent right. So here's here's a place where I put someone in a box. Um, we a long time ago we had a student who came in. Um, hey, you know, I'm trying this out, and I you know I did some ar- you know, army combatives. Okay, they're military. Uh, and, um, you know, I'm looking to try this out. I've, I've not done anything else. Okay. He's never wrestled. He's not a grappler. He's going to be, you know, raw meat. You know, so I start putting him in this categorizing box of who this right. person is. When I started rolling with him, he had this like PTSD episode, right? Right. And I learned this thing about him and it's in this neutral platform. And, and he became, you know, very, very, very frantic. And, but I found out he was strong yeah. And that, you know, he had these, these abilities to get out from, you know, just all these things came to light in this, like, in this competition scene. Right. You know, albeit it was limited because we were at, at practice. But, um, you know, it, it was amazing because he came out of that box that I had put him in. And I put, I, I thought he was like a hard, you know, yeah. ex-military. But he wasn't. He was very, very, very down to earth, soft, you yeah. know level-headed you know it was it was just amazing sure cool to see and see and and i think that's the way to leave this topic is that is that it's there you go like there there is a box for us and it's the jujitsu box (laughs) but it's it's a much bigger box than all the other boxes it's got a lot of holes in it it does have a lot of holes in it especially in our gym yeah a lot of doors a lot of ways in and out you know no no it's it is it is it is a it's a it's a we put you in that we if we put you in that category yeah you know in that box then you're free to be yourself right and and i think that that's probably the most like expressive you know, it's another way for you to, and I say most because I've, you know, I see it like that. It is one of the purest forms of, of self-expression is combat sports. And Brazilian jiu-jitsu is a, is a great model for that. And do you know why that is? Why? This goes back to, to like ancient civilizations. It's, it's art. It is art. Art is one of the most pure forms of self-expression. Right. And which is why we don't trash art because there's something in there that that person wanted to communicate, you know? Right. And, and it's a level ground, you know, it, art doesn't need to be anything. Right. And when we start saying art needs to be this, well, yeah, maybe if it wants to fit a certain form, but art in and of itself is a free thing. Exactly. And, um, you know, that's, that's what we're finding is that, 
um, the expression of what we do there is is the art form, and what everybody brings to it is the flavor. You know, I saw pictures of um, one of our students has a uh, pool party every summer, and I yeah you know, I've been following the pictures because I just love to see everybody. I haven't seen anybody. For oh, a you long didn't time. go? No, no. You know, it's <laughs> like yeah, I just I, I didn't feel like it. <laughs> but um, you know, you just see this like it, it is when people talk about a melting pot you know, you extract all these little things from each of those people in that picture. And you're like, man, this is what makes this an awesome place. Yeah. It really is. Yeah, exactly. It's a beautiful thing. Right. Because you're just not going to find it any other place, yeah. you know, uh, at least at that, that experience. So yeah, we're awesome. living art. We are solid respect. 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 <laughs> so what's on your mind there, chief? Oh, you're starting with me today. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I don't have, I mean, Let's I can it. start. Let's do it. Um, I, so I've been thinking about football a lot. Uh, I, I, I quit football um, years ago. And, and I'm, what I mean is as a spectator, um, you know, after high school, there was just no more football for me. But as, um, as a spectator, I, I continue to watch football and be okay. somewhat joy. I wasn't the guy who does like fantasy leagues or anything like right, that. You know, right. I'm just, I don't have attention span for all that. But I, did, I do like to see them competing. I like to see the you know, the ability and the athleticism. You like the sport. It's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, but, but when, when NFL began politicizing things, I, I stopped watching it and, and not because I don't like football because what did we do? We slanted the field. It no longer represented this competition. It represented so many other things that I don't want to care about. Okay. Right. If you politicize jujitsu, I'll stop jujitsu. Okay. Right. Like, don't don't do it. If we bring our personal categories onto the mat, then you watch people quit. They'll no longer come. Um, so that's what happened with football. And um, so I've been watching some uh, documentaries on um, on high school quarterbacks making it to college, and then um, some of the training camps for the NFL, and. Um, and I've been inspired by these young kids that are doing this thing that is truly, uh, um, you know, it's, it's their art. It's their yeah. living art. Sure. And um, just, just been watching that. A couple kids that I've been totally blown away by, which, again, it blows these norms that we put people into boxes and categories and all these things. Um, you have some inner, inner city kids coming out, of, um, coming out of high school that are playing, and they show their family life. And I'm so inspired by that, and I want to be part of it. Sure. Like I love it, just the, this tight knit community, um, and then you have some kids that are in the country growing up, and and I want to be part of that because like this this family unit that's like stuck out, and and the thing that kept sticking with me is like as I watched through some of the kids I didn't like, their egos were out of control. Some of the kids I did, the ones I did like, and I found myself being drawn to, the family units were tight. Yeah. And um, maybe it's because of the situation. I've been relying on family so heavily lately. And, and by family, I mean my extended family, the people from the gym. Well, and and, you, and friends, your nuclear family. My nuclear family who's really stepped up my kids. Um, but, you know, maybe I'm a little soft right there right now. But, but, you know, I see these family units on these shows and these kids coming up through. The kids who had the most adjusted minds yeah. and personas were, had really strong family units. Sure. And something was speaking to that. I'm going, man, like there's something behind that. Like, well, and I don't know what it is. And, and I'm kind of looking to it. You know, th there was a lot of different um, way these families were put together. Sure. Not, not meaning that like there was a, any certain way that each of them were. You know, some had uh, some people in the house, some didn't, some were living on their own and, you know, all these things. But um, in, in the, the running concept there was that the, the ones with the strong families were like, yeah, they were fun to watch. Yeah. They're, they're intrigued. They're inspiring. It's like, ah, yeah, it's so, good. So I like that, man. It was cool. Well, I mean, it's a, it speaks to our like fundamental need as human beings to belong to something. Yeah. Right. And, uh, and that, that will lead me into, into what's on my mind. But I think it's, I think it's a, it's a keen observation and we've, it's been said over and over and over again. I don't know why the hell we don't execute on it more um, in that the focus on on the uh, on creating family. A, a couple of years ago, I decided that I was going to get rid of all my friends and instead they were just going to be family. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So the ones I want to keep, no friends, just family, because that that mentality is exactly what it is. Like if you're not going to if you're not going to assume responsibility for the care and well-being of your friends, they're not your friends. Sure. Yeah, you true. know, like the way that you would treat your family is the same way that you should treat your friends. 
you know, and <clears throat> certainly there are, you know, there are um, boundaries in that. Like, yeah, I'm not going to sleep with my friends in bed. I'm not going to snuggle a spoon with them. <laughs> I might, but I probably won't. But you would with your family. No, but I would with my see? family. Oh, snap. see, I like how that goes. Yeah. So anyway, the, the 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 truth of the matter is, is that is that the more that we can build family and build that like that support network the better and it, and it goes that crosses all kinds of boundaries you know like that's the line for most people like i'll do anything for my family yeah. you know yeah. so yeah and you notice that it's like it's no different if you grew up in a in a uh, in an urban area or a suburban area or a rural area mm-hmm. like the family unit you know yeah. It's it's vital. Yeah, it's, it's vital almost, for the kids. It's almost like we were meant to be that way. I mean, obviously, we we come from from familial bonding, right? Sure. Like like two people have to come together, and and most of the time, most of the time, when two people come together, it's it's out of you know an attraction to each other and, and a desire to be together. Um, sometimes that attraction happens real quick. Right, a few beers. That's what you're talking about. Yeah. You know? and uh, but, um, and then sort of maybe ends with regret. Oh. But 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 you know, you see these families that are that are strong. These these units, um, you can tell that, uh, you know, you, you can just tell the people that are that are founded in a desire to be with those they're supposed to be with. Sure, you know, and just this, it's almost like you keep coming back. Like you know, as a as a young man, I can remember a time when I was like, yeah, I didn't want my mom to like, you know, dote on me and, you know, sure. Of course you know, you, we all get to that point, sure. you know, um, until you're sick. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, you yeah, need yeah. something mom, like when you're in mom, your, when you're 40 and, and on your deathbed and yeah. you're, mom, need your mom to come mommy. take care of you. I mean, I just, just saying like maybe you hurt your leg. Yeah. And let's just say hypothetically, maybe you got cosmetic surgery on your leg. Yeah. And or you, your buttocks. Hypothetically. Buttocks. Yeah. And yeah. just say you need, you know, mommy to rub your head and give you... Or your foot, like, you know... Crush up your pills for you. I mean, let's just say you're wearing a brace and it's like keeps all the blood from flowing back and forth. And this is all hypothetical. Hypothetically, right? someone needs to squeeze your foot to get that blood pumping. Yeah. Like, I don't know, you might want your mom to do it. Why not know. mommy? <laughs> right, exactly. Why yeah. not? So, <laughs> so we all come back to this point where, you know, it's like it, it never goes away. Right. It, and desire. it shouldn't, and I think that's I think that's true, and I think it, and you, you should you should nurture that that environment, those relationships, even if it's fragmented. You start like going yeah. back to nurturing the ones that you have and build a stronger network. Like you can keep doing it. You can build whatever family you want. Yeah, the one that whatever you want, family you need, the one you need. I, I, that's where I was going. But with all that. these kids yeah. are stupid, though. That's the one thing that did come out. That all every one of them were stupid. <laughs> Stupid man! I spent all this time on football. We need to be doing jujitsu. That's right. Yeah, come Dumb. on, come on, guys. That jujitsu box. They'd Dumb. be black belts by now. Exactly. <laughs> you'd be a world champion. What are you now? You playing midget football? Is that oh, what you're doing? football is only you know sixteen games and you yeah. know a couple of months out of the year. Yeah. Oh, jujitsu is all year long. Oh, I train yeah, all year long. Anytime. Yeah. You do it anytime of year. That's yeah. right. Anywhere. Yeah. Oh, oh do right. we have a do we have a jujitsu season? Yeah, it's called. The calendar year. The, yeah, calendar the, whole, year. the full called- calendar year. That's right. Yeah. Like, we don't take a break. No. We never yeah. make a mistake. That's right. Anything See, else? They're doing that. <laughs> they're doing I was waiting for the third one. <laughs> they're doing that punk stuff again. <laughs> I'm writing these down. This is good. We're, we started a side project, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. <it. laughs> That's hilarious. We take time to create. So what's on your? I'm mind? just, I'm just like, I'm just quoting Cool G rap. I'm not actually, I'm not actually making, I'm not actually making things up. <laughs> was, you guys check my freestyle. <laughs> check just, out I don't know where that came from. There. It came from inside of me, I guess. <laughs> Here goes Jeff. I mean, it's just the way I'm feeling right now. <laughs> it's, a, it's that sweet technique. Be- <laughs> yeah, you don't sweat the technique. So what's on my mind? We got some, we got some feedback from uh, last week's episode. From a very, very, very good friend of mine, um, and uh, and you know he and I have a relationship going back over a decade, um, and uh, his name's Carlos, and I asked him permission to you know to to read what he wrote to us, and then I wanted to respond in kind to that, um, and I had received it shortly after we had released the episode, which you know we tried to like sort of. You know what? What I can say about that episode is that, like, we were we had a particular mindset um, when we were approaching it, and w- the feedback we received, um, at least from his perspective, and I and I imagine others uh, shared that 
potentially was that we also missed an, a, a keen or an important opportunity to uh, to say something. And and I so I so shout out to Carlos because the one thing I can tell you about Carlos is that he's never uh, he's one of the most honest people I've ever met. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet, <laughs> like like he doesn't mince words, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, and so if you will, if you don't mind, I'm going to read this feedback and then yeah, I, I, I'd like to respond respond to him. So uh, he, he wrote to me, he said, caught the latest 6am episode and have to say, it disappointed me. You guys spoke of the two recent major mass shootings as if they belonged in the same category. What happened in El Paso is not like many of these shootings. It was a racist militaristic act by a white supremacist. None of the solutions he puts that in quotes, you talked about factored white supremacism. In fact, not one of you even acknowledged the role of racism in the entire episode. As a person of color, with a target painted on my back because I'm Hispanic, what happened in El Paso took an emotional toll in my family. I would have appreciated in the episode at least an acknowledgement about racism and that your conversation would be about non-racially motivated shootings. So that is the um, that is what I received in terms of feedback. And I and of course I uh, you know I contacted him right away about it and told him he was wrong. Yeah, I said that you're wrong. Stupid. This is like the dumbest feedback yeah. I ever heard. Yeah. Delete. <laughs> I was like, well, I'm just going to ignore that one. <laughs> Wait, does, uh, does like, Carlos does do jujitsu? He does not. All right, we don't care anyways. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say this. Is that I was like, will you still leave a five-star rating on our podcast, though? <laughs> does, does he listen to a lot of them? He does. He listens to every beautiful. single episode, yeah. No, no, no. You know yeah, what? Um, th- that's, that's, some, that's some incredible feedback. Yeah, I, you know, and, I, and again, it took, like, it, the thing I appreciated, and the same stuff that we just talked about in this episode and we've talked about in other episodes, is that, is that like, you know, uh, those, types of, those types of thoughts take a lot of guts, you know, and he might not appreciate that because that's how he is. He's like that all the time. Yeah. You know, he, he, um, I mean, he's thoughtful, but he just doesn't mince words. Like if he has a problem, you're going to hear about it sure. and he wants to talk about it. Um, and I did respond and he responded back to me, you know, understanding that like, the, cause what I was most concerned about is that in some way I would have intentionally caused him harm or his family. And then I'll tell you this about Carlos is speaking of family is that, uh, one of the things that I wish I could communicate to him, and maybe if he's listening to this, that he would get this. And I know he knows this about me, so don't like I'm not trying to convince him one way or the other. I'm just responding to what what he said and the the way that it made me feel. And that is, if his family had been in that Walmart in El Paso, I would have taken a bullet for any one of them, mm-hmm. um, any one of them. You know, he's got he's got a whole mess of beautiful kids. Uh, his wife's a, a lovely human being. He's a lovely human being. And I'm just saying. You know it, that there would have been no like no thought except for to to protect those guys at least from my perspective. That's what I think. So I wanted to say this. I wrote this because uh, I thought it was important enough to like actually think about like how I would respond. And so if you will, if you guys will, I'm going. What the hell was that? I don't know. Something in the corner. That's what it sounded like. This is a very important moment, and your dog's your dog's ruining it. He's yawning. That's what was he's, that a yawn? Yeah. He's, he's bored by this. <laughs> he's like, "Can you go now?" Yeah. All right. So here we go. So to all my brown brothers and sisters, to all my black brothers and sisters, to all my immigrant brothers and sisters, to all my gay and lesbian brothers and sisters, and to all my transgendered brothers and sisters, is that we're with you. The shooting in El Paso was a hate crime specifically predicated upon a racist manifesto and it executed with malice. The days of racism in America are far from over. In fact, according to the FBI, hate groups and hate crime is on the rise in America. Do we need gun control measures in place? Yes. Do the, I'm sorry, do the people of America need greater access to mental health care professionals? Yes. Do we need to do a better job of reaching out to our fellow human beings in need? You bet. Do we need to stand together against racism and bigotry? It's a must. Without all of these measures in place, we can only hope to distract each other from the core issues and problems that we face as a free people. Standing up for what is right isn't always the most popular decision, nor the most glamorous, nor the easiest. But as we all know, success does not come without hard work and sacrifice. From our perspective, and we, and I know everybody at this table can probably attest to this, most especially you, Mr. Galino, is that you know we hear a lot of folks uh, talking about how they would fight if they were in that situation. They would do this. Oh, they yeah. would do that. You know, yeah. and that wouldn't happen on my watch, right? Um, 
if they could be in their minds, they would be the world's most elite fighter. If only they had the chance to, to demonstrate their, their prowess. Well, here's your chance, fighters. This ain't practice. This shit is happening now. So go ahead and fight. We'll need to fight racism, fight bigotry, fight misogyny, fight homophobia, fight for equality, and fight for freedom. But don't just fight against others. Fight these thoughts and feelings in yourself. Remember that black is beautiful. Brown is beautiful. Immigrants are beautiful. Gay is beautiful. Lesbian is beautiful. Transgender is beautiful. People are beautiful. And life can be beautiful. Hmm. And that's, I wrote that for you, Carlos. That goes out to you, man. Yeah, I like it. So, I like it's beautiful. Yeah. So, uh, so in terms of like the, the actual, you know, I will send my, my apologies uh, to anybody who felt that we did not address specifically the differences between those two shootings. It was not our intent. Instead, I will say that, you know, any act uh, that is, um, you know, that is predicated upon racism and, and bigotry and hatred should be listed as such. Um, and, uh, and I, uh, I denounce it 100%. Yeah, I would even go so far as to say, again, you know, we just got ta- done talking about putting people in, in categories and boxes. Yeah. And again, the easiest one is what we first come face to face with is uh, someone who doesn't look like us. You know, and, and at this table right now, there's, uh, there's three white guys with beards that are <laughs> blondish, tan, brown, you know, and, and you know, we all very much resemble each other. You know, it's not our first thought. Right. Um, and, and so we, we don't deal with that as often as somebody who is of color, who, you know, every time they come into contact with someone who looks like us or someone who looks like them or, you know, it, it's, it's, it's the very first thing that we deal with. But I would say that maybe even, even to, to elevate it higher, violence of any kind predicated on anything on, for any reason should not be tolerated. Right. You know, when we talk about violence, there's, there's a time to be violent. We've talked about this on past episodes. Um, when you're fighting for what's right. Sure. You know, and, and when somebody is, is doing something that's wrong and deserves to have somebody stand up for it and against it, you know, whether you're white, black, brown, whatever, you know, it, it shouldn't be predicated on what that person looks like. It should be whether that's right or wrong. And we should be quick to stand up and, and fight for what's right. That's correct. And, and the problem today is that, and, and you know, when they say that racism is on the rise and this is on the rise and that's on the rise, the, the reality is, is that we're straying farther and farther and farther from knowing the truth, right? And, and how to define truth. And when we figure out that it's not um, a racist thing or it's not a misogyny thing or it's not, the reality is, is it's a morality thing. And when we fail to realize how to define truth and what is right and wrong, then you don't know what to fight for. And people get confused. And, and I, I'm, not, I'm, not, um, I'm not sticking up for anybody that, that did those things. That's wrong. They did violence, and it's, it's wrong. And I, I would say that the racism on top of it makes it that much more heinous. And um, I, you know, I, I would say the guys here, we, we denounce violence of, of any sort. Right. And, um, you know, the, the fact that, that, you know, Carlos, thank you for that. And, um, you know, forgive us for, for not hitting on that topic. Sure. And, you know, it's, it's not our, our well, first go-to, but um, we're, we're with you. Yeah, I think that's uh, – and I think, too, just to be clear on that, is that that is our, that is our stance and always has been our stance. And the interesting part about it is that, as you, as you noted, we are three white dudes sitting at a table, <laughs> <laughs> you know, having a conversation and, and recognizing that many of our friends are people of color. In fact, um, you know, one of the one of the guys that was on our podcast last week uh, is, is a person of color. And, you know, the thing is, is that we, we talk about these things and don't recognize that somewhere like one of our close personal friends is hurting like that. Yeah. That was a that was a big deal. And it was because it was a racist act. And again, this is because this is a man who has to live his life as a person of color, not by choice. He wasn't, he didn't choose to be born this way. He was born this way. And now that doesn't mean he's not proud of it. He's perfectly proud of it, mm-hmm. but he doesn't, you know, that's this not part of his existence. His existence is about being a good father, an awesome graphic designer, a good friend, a family man, you know, the, all the things that make the, that, that we just talked about in this episode about where the common ground lies, you know, in, in who we are as people. 
And so I just wanted to make sure that we were very clear about this, that like, that like, that kind of hurt to one of my friends, <laughs> like, mm. like, yeah. So let me, let me again, well, just, just to reiterate is that, uh, you know, you, if you even start now, if you have even like the smallest, and I think this is where this stuff happens is that you have like, you're just a little bit racist, you're just a little bit misogynistic. You're just a little bit homophobic. And you're not violent. You're not hurting anybody. I put that in quotes, right? But you're planting a seed that is that is may not grow in you further than this, but it could grow in others. Sure. Sure. Uh, the Beastie Boys used to say, uh, fight for the right to party. Let's just stop it. Let's just say, fight for the right. Yeah. Figure out what the right is. So take it full circle. The reason I like getting into... Um, spirituality, religion, things like that is because it's a pursuit of the right. It's a pursuit of morality. And it's a pursuit of knowing what that is. If you pursue that, at some point in time, you'll develop a, a set of beliefs that, that you can stand on. So when the time comes to fight for the right, it'll be cemented. It's cemented in your mind. You'll notice it, you'll see it right away, and you can act. It's the same way we practice jujitsu. When somebody shoots for a double leg, you know exactly how to sprawl. sprawl. And you do it before you even think. Right. So when you pursue morality, you pursue what's right, and pursue the good, you will see it when it happens and you'll be able to fight. Yeah. And you'll be able to react instantly yeah. rather than sitting on a sideline and be like, man, I wish I would have done something. Well, there you go. And that's, that's exactly what I'm talking about. And that's what I'm saying. You know, like, like that, those are the, those are the people that I want to say, stop sitting on the sidelines and come get on the mat Yeah, and learn about yourself. Yeah. Learn about your potential. Yeah. Know, figure out like where you actually belong in the spectrum. Cause you do belong. Yeah. Wrestle with the tough things. Yeah. You know, wrestle with yeah. the tough people, the tough topics, the tough conversations. They don't have to divide you. They can bring you together. And, you know, this is this is the ultimate good. Yeah. Right? Yeah, right on. So there you go. I just want to say that. So I like it. Thanks, for, thanks Carlos. Yeah, thank you, Carlos. Uh, Pat. Pat. What's on your mind? What's, what's, what's in your noodle? I didn't know you had a hot tub. Yeah, I do. You want to get in it? Yeah. Can we? Can we do the next podcast from there? Well, we might we might as well not not. <laughs> I think that's that's a yes. Is that a yes? That, that's he a always does these mind riddles with me. It's a confirmed yes. He's doing mental jujitsu. Um, uh, what's I'll on tell my you what. We will schedule that when I get clearance to put my uh, my scar into there. Yeah, that's when we'll do it. Awesome. That's going to be hot top cast. I'm excited. It might be even chilly around that time. Do I need get Do I need get authorization to put my you know, in it oh. too. Put your noodle in there. Do you know what I'm saying? You know how many noodles I've had in there? I mean, I have. A, I have a concealed carry for it. Oh we, God, we call we called it a sausage boil. <laughs> so many, so many dudes in that thing at one time. <laughs> Bring some kraut. <laughs> hang with hang with my dudes in there. Yeah, that sounds <laughs> just, that just sounds soaking the meat. Yeah, that sounds really. It sounds really appetizing. Yeah, it's, it it's, sounds. It's it's German cooking. You put, you put <laughs> sausages, salt in a pot with salt, uh -huh. and a little bit of kraut, and yeah. you know and you just wait, yeah. just let it boil, and just let it boil, just let eat it some boiled sausage. Yeah, so I it'll be the that. it'll be our yeah. German. Podcast. I think I think we're gonna pass on this one. So you okay. guys you guys go okay. ahead okay. and uh, okay, you know do your thing. I've been it since then. Yeah. Okay. You're in. I, I don't You're believe back? you, but it's all right. You're back in. <laughs> I'm in. Let's do it. Come on, man. Yeah, I'm not going to shy away from a sausage party. <laughs> I ain't afraid of that. I was in, uh, I was in Ohio last night Whoa. doing comedy and uh, drove back, got back home at 2.30 this morning, slept for about three hours. Kick ass, Pat. Came into class. You were in class this morning, here, 6 a.m. And I had probably one of the best rolling days in a, in, like, in a while. Like, very noticeable. Beautiful. It's funny when you can't think because you're too tired, but yeah. you just let your body do your... And I was like... And I... <laughs> like, that was good. I felt like I went into kind of survival mode, and I, I just was... I was just very... I was very... Not just proud of myself, but in the sense of like... Like, fuck yeah. Like, I did. Yeah, <laughs> like, good. Good for yeah, you, Yeah, like, man. that was... I, it was one of those things. Like, I did comedy all this weekend and shout out to church of satire i hosted there this weekend for nice. mikey uh, mickey kichella right. very funny guy uh and then i did a show at uh what was it called buckeye lake uh, winery yeah they didn't like me at first but they warmed up 
They, you know what I mean? They, they do. I had to I get them warmed up. I saw the college diploma bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was beautiful. Is that, is that yours? No, that was my, that's my buddy. Uh, right, my so buddy, we, Zach Hammond. I was uh, working with we'll him. He's the headliner. Yeah. He takes me on uh, on the road with him a lot, and he's a very nice guy. So Sweet. make sure to check out uh, Church of Satire. Buckeye Lake uh, Winery. They uh, yeah, you've been putting some miles on. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, man. Everything work. That was in Thornville. That was what where I went for work? Camp Anarchy. It was the same okay. place I went for Camp Anarchy. It was like five and a half hours. Whew. Wow, man. Yeah, yeah. Putting in work. Good for you, Pat. Yeah, working in there. Good job, man. Thank you. Hey, you know what's great about Ohio? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. nothing. There was nothing good about Ohio. That <laughs> so you can go back to Pennsylvania. I they do have those <laughs> chocolate peanut butter balls. You know what I said on the way on the drive back? I was like, at least it's nighttime, so we don't have to look at Ohio on our way out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Oh man, awesome. Well, good man. That's congratulates. Uh, congratulations to your uh, to your success this weekend. Thank but you more very importantly, much. is that you do appreciate now that like when you get attacked on the street, like. The thing is, is you got to know how to you know how to work those moves when you're tired, when yeah. you're exhausted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we say this all about, about self defense all the time. Is that like nobody waits until you're like in prime shape or warmed up? Mm. You know. Yeah, nobody's gonna let me stretch. Like yeah, I stretched a lot like... this morning, but then also like if I laid down, I was just like, don't lay down. Just yeah, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna fall asleep. Yeah. Get back up. Yeah. <laughs> like so, it just maybe it was just a motivator. Don't Maybe. lay flat on your back because you're just gonna pass out. Oh, yeah. That's true. You like to warm up with jumping jacks, so I do have to <laughs> argue though that if if somebody were attacking you, like wait, and you did twenty five <laughs> jumping jacks, they're gonna leave you alone. They might, yeah, they yeah. might be like, wow, this guy's a pro. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this guy knows what he's doing. Hey, one one good thing you did did come out of Ohio. I I uh, I got my hair. dog in Pennsylvania, but I know she's from Ohio, and she's a good dog. How do you Why know that, that she's from Ohio? If you lift up her tail, her license plate has an O on it. <laughs> it's the Buckeye State. <laughs> it's her Buckeye. <laughs> the Buckeye State. <laughs> Stupid dog. <laughs> All right, that'll be it for us this week, guys. So enjoy the rest of your week, and we'll catch you next week. Ah!